of the Naria Lumiere Show, and I am your host, Naria. For those of you who are new, I'm a registered dietitian, and I specialize in weight management and gut health. I also help individuals improve chronic health conditions such as fatty liver, gastritis, and diabetes. Today, I have such a special episode, and this was one of um, the most requested topics about emotional eating. So let's get to it. Now, being human, we're going to have a lot of emotions, right? We're going to have joy, sadness, anger. These feelings are going to come. We're going to have different emotions. Now, what I do see, a lot of individuals tend to go to foods to cope. When they're happy, sad, angry, and hey, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. Let's start with the story. Years ago, when I was an undergrad student, even before taking pre-reg classes, I remember feeling so tired, so annoyed at school and thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait till this is over. Now, one of the ways that I would reward myself was to go to Albertsons or Bonds and get a slice of cake. I don't know if you had those cakes, but at least before they were so yummy. Now, I remember my husband and I would go get a slice of cake and watch our one of our first and favorite episodes or shows called Lost. Now. Uh, were you a fan of Lost? If you were, definitely comment below. We can be media friends. I definitely still love Lost. We actually have a poster on our house just to remind us of our humble beginnings. Now, that's how I would reward myself. When I was tired, the cake. When I was happy because I passed a, um, a test, cake. When I was angry because I had to be in school for like 30 million hours, cake. Right? That was my reward in a sense. And what do you think happened after eating cake, 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 cake? Mm-hmm. Weight started to go up, right? And at that time, it wasn't really bothersome. And that was way before I knew I wanted to be a dietitian. Wasn't concerned about nutrition. It was just survive, get school done, and let's see what happens. And I never learned how to cope with these emotions in a different way. So, food it was. Can you relate to this? Do you ever find yourself going to the kitchen when you're happy, when you're sad? Do you find yourself eating extra snacks or having larger portions or going to certain restaurants when these emotions come to your life? Is this something you've experienced? Most likely, yes, because most of us do it. Most of us do it. Now, with these emotions, in addition to when we're bored, we tend to go to food. So so what can we do about it? If you've seen my other episodes, you might know the answer to this. Awareness precedes change. This is so important because many times we find ourselves doing things not knowing why. Sometimes out of habit. And we just say, this is just normally what I do. I go to school. It's annoying. I have thousands of exams. I do okay. Like, that's just what it is. We have to become aware. Otherwise, what are we going to change? We're just kind of going in there blind. We're going right into the deep ocean and just hoping that no shark comes our way, (laughs) right? Become aware. Notice your patterns. When you go to the kitchen, is it just during mealtimes? Is it in between mealtimes? Is it after the mealtimes? What do you tend to grab? Is it an actual meal? Is it the snackies? What is it? You first have to start with awareness because, again, awareness precedes change. A great place to start is mindful eating. 
Mindful eating is essentially just that, becoming more mindful of, of what you're eating, how much you're eating. So let's give some examples. So let's say at nighttime you like the snackies and what that what that may look like is going to your room, having a bag of chips chips and then just going going for it while you're watching Netflix. When you're having the bag of chips, you're not being mindful because you're so focused on watching the movie. You're just going in the bag and until there's nothing there. Something that you can do to try to help that be more mindful is decide to have the snacks in the kitchen. So for example, I would like to have Doritos chips, but instead of going on my bed and watching Netflix, I'm going to start to have my my Doritos in the kitchen without any distractions. Because again, if we're on TikTok or if we're on Instagram or we're watching a movie, most likely we're not going to pay attention to the portion. So what I want you to start to practice, or what I would recommend, is get those Doritos, portion one out, portion out one serving size, and just enjoy the, the chips. Then after, keep it going, so that way you can start to pay attention. Because often what we see is we weren't hungry, we were just bored, or maybe we're just mad, or maybe we're just happy with something else that wasn't connected to actually being hungry. Now unfortunately what happens is if we're eating too much or snacking too much, our weight's gonna go up. And what happens when our weight goes up? Higher risk for chronic health conditions, which is not fun, right? So one of the things you can start with if you're curious of, hey, how can I improve this is, Look into mindful eating. I may do an episode later on this, but in, in short, it's just that. Being mindful of what you're eating, avoid distractions, eating on a table, just you and the food being mindful of your portions. Give that a go, comment below, and let me know if that was something that worked for you or if you have any other further questions. Also, adopting new hobbies, doing new things, something that doesn't involve food. So. This could be anything from reading books, going jogging, sewing, knitting, uh, reading, anything that doesn't involve food. So for example, for myself, if I've adopted my, my the routine that I have right now, if I notice that I skip or take something out, like maybe I'm not active or I'm not reading one of my books and I have more free time, I find myself bored. And what I like to do when I'm bored, I like to do the snackies. And I'm, I'm, I catch myself because I have my set meal times. And when I catch myself wanting to snack more frequently, I think, huh, like what am I not doing that I typically do right now that <laughs> I wouldn't really worry about going to the kitchen? And it's usually one of those, I'm outside of my routine, I'm not doing the reading, I'm not doing the workouts, I'm not doing something like this, maybe recording a video, something's off, right? And it may also be that maybe I didn't have enough to eat during breakfast or lunch. There's different reasons why I may feel hungry, but if I see a pattern, then I start to think, hey, what's different? What can I do? So that way I can start to become more mindful. Well, another thing I often hear is, Naria, I'm not losing weight. I'm getting frustrated. I'm at a plateau. Forget it all. Then those emotions start to come back into place and then the overeating begins again. First, plateaus are normal, so expect them plan for them, be okay with them, be comfortable with them, they're going to happen, number one. Second, again, if you feel that your emotions are taking you in the kitchen, try to adopt a different hobby. Go outside, take a walk for five, ten minutes and see if that calms you down. And after, if you still want some snackies, try pairing them with satisfying food, food that's gonna essentially keep you satiated. So let's say you want, again, the Doritos. 
If you want some Doritos, pair them with something that's more that's going to help with satiety, like a fiber or protein. It could be the Doritos with what type of protein you like. It could be maybe some um, cottage cheese with fruit on the side. Have that first and then have the chips. See how you feel. Have some fiber, a fiber supplement before and see how you feel with the Doritos. You may see that again. You weren't even hungry. You were you're okay. You may still want the Doritos and that's fine. But having something that's going to keep you full or help with the satiety may prevent how much chips you eat. It's often about pairing as well. And if you're thinking, all right, I'm going to the kitchen because I just have no motivation, it's deeper than that. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know it's not about motivation. It's much deeper than that. If you're finding yourself going to the kitchen and think it's motivation, know that it's not. And what I want you to think of is your systems, your habits, your environment. Make healthy so easy that it's it's easier for you to be healthy than not healthy. So... Let's say you're craving some cookies. Instead of going to Costco and grabbing those massive size box of cookies, what I want you to do is go to a store and buy an individual size pack. Have those desserts for the day. Even if they're like 10 for a dollar, I don't care. I want you to just buy it for that specific day. So the other days, you're able to snack on something maybe more healthy, maybe something lower in calories, lower in fat, like fruit, and again, the cottage cheese, I say that because it's one of my faves, or you can even use Greek yogurt, whatever. But the point is, if you're gonna have those higher calorie, more processed foods, have them in smaller portions. So that way, when you do go in the kitchen, they're limited, nice and easy. Often, I do encourage my clients and patients to go to a mental health counselor. I'm a registered dietitian, right? But I see that when my patients and clients pair the registered dietitian with the mental health counselor, it can be a massive game changer. Often you need a support system and that's okay. I can tell you this works. If you find, hey Nari, I've been trying the emotional eating, I've been pairing them with protein and fiber, I've been trying to do the walking, I've been trying to do this and it's still not working, try the mental health counselor. Especially if you have insurance, like why not? Your insurance covers it. If, even if it doesn't, I encourage you to try it. A lot of what we do is gonna start with our mind. When I have my discovery calls with potential prospects, if they're dealing with a lot of issues, a lot of stress, I often don't take them on because I know that if their stress is too high, it's gonna be very difficult for them to put all of their effort into my program. It may be kind of um, a conversation such as, hey, let's start with a mental health counselor, let's do a follow up in two, three weeks, let's see how that's going and then we can start the program. So guys, think. Do I need a support system? If I do, cool. Let's find the mental health counselor I feel comfortable with or the stress management counselor. Let me find a dietitian that I can connect with. Because already, again, if you've seen my other episodes, I always encourage you to follow these dietitians on social media. Follow us. See who you connect with. See what we specialize in. And then pick the one that you feel good with. So that way, during your time together, you feel comfortable sharing everything. And the more this dietitian knows, the more they're going to be able to help you. It's a win-win. Friends, no emotions are going to come and go. It's totally normal. What we want to learn is to control our emotions as much as possible. Control our stressors as much as possible. Some things will be outside of our control. But when it comes to eating... It often goes back to how we feel in our emotions. So try to, the, the few tips that we talked about today. Any questions, please comment below. If one of these things worked or if you've tried it before and you've had success, definitely comment below. I would definitely love to read your successful story. Um, otherwise, till the next episode, bye friends. And don't forget to subscribe.